What's up, people? It's your boy, Random Joe. Tactical nuke incoming! It's your boy, Mike Nuke, a.k.a. Nukem. And we are... Opinions of some Average Bros. Without further ado, let's get to the show. Yes, sir. <laughs> Today, we're going to be talking about the legend, Deion Sanders. And is he wrong for his transfer, per se, out I'm calling it a transfer, but is it really a transfer? I don't know what it is. You can call it what you want. But anyway, he's leaving um, Jackson State University to go and pursue a job in Colorado, which is one of the major universities. Um, There has been a lot of talk about it. Um, A lot of words been thrown around from sellout. Um, to coon, um, to hypocrite. I've seen it all. I've seen it on Instagram, and I've seen and heard it on Clubhouse. Sell out, hypocrite, coon, all kinds of things. A lot of people have a lot of opinions about it. Uh, some of those opinions are very strong. Some of those opinions I agree with, some I might not. But here today, on Opinion Us Average Bros, what's the Average Bros give you opinions? I'm going to give you my opinion on what I think about Deion Sanders and the move that he made. And after we wrap that up, um, probably talk about some other things, some random things. Might hop all over the place, some pet peeves, et cetera. Who fucking knows? But we're going to get into it and get into it good. Um, Big Mike Nuke is not with us right now, but he'll be here lately. So when he come in, I'm going to ask him what his take is on the Deion Sanders situation. And then we're going to go from there. But right now, without further ado, I'm going to get into how I feel about it. Pretty much... Deion Sanders. Is he a sellout? Sellout is a strong word. But I get why some people might think that. Is he a hypocrite? Yes, I think so. And I understand why some people might think that. Coon. Uh, it's very strong. It's stronger than sellout. I don't know if I can call Deion Sanders a coon, but I can understand why some people might say that. I really can. So again, if you're not familiar, he came to Jackson State University and he went See, the thing about Dion is he'd like to hear himself talk. And I know that might sound strange. I know that might sound strange coming from somebody with a podcast. But I'm not famous. Deion Sanders, fam- Deion Sanders is famous. He's been in front of the camera for many years. It's like he still can't get enough of it. So he likes to hear himself talk. He loves to get on his soapbox. He dialed it up to 1,000 when cameras and microphones are in front of him. He's very loud. He's very braggadocious. He's very boisterous. And he's very direct and forward with the things he say. So, you know, when Dion got the job, he pretty much said it was the, the God called him to come work at an HBCU to come work with those kids and get them to a certain level. He said that HBCUs wasn't getting the representation and stuff they were getting and wasn't getting the looks that they should have got. And his mission from God calling was to get uh, HBCUs 
the same respect and acclaim and television schedules and get their players the same esteem that the bigger, you know, SAC 12 or whatever, SWAC, I don't, I, I don't watch college football, so I don't know the terms, but the bigger universities with more resources and et cetera. So he, he was doing that. I mean, Jackson University, Jackson State University was kicking butt, taking names. Uh, he's a polarizing figure, so they was getting more TV time and the players was getting more looks. And HBCUs were somewhat getting taken serious as threats on the field. Um, so he was doing his thing. He said he was doing it for the kids. He was doing it for the community, et cetera, et cetera. And it was God calling us to come help these HBCUs and these black young men in these schools and get them where they need to be in the league, et cetera, et cetera. He did it for, I want to say, three years. This would be the third year he's doing it. He didn't even finish his four years. The first time he got an offer from the universities that he was supposed to be competing with, talking trash about, et cetera, et cetera, the university he was supposed to get his people to be, they offered him a job and he took it. Surprise, motherfucker. Not surprised at all. It's the same old pattern in our community. We do something. We do something great. We start making something look good. We start making them look bad. Putting a little fear in their heart. Now they can't stop it directly because they they don't want to come off as racist. So they couldn't stop them. They couldn't shut them down. Well, why shut them down? Why shut them down? Why shut them down when you can just fucking buy them out? And that's what they did in the situation. It's like, yo, he making too much noise over there. The fact that they offered him that job should have let him know that he was on to something. But the mighty, mighty dollar, yo. And this man's already multi-millionaire, but he justifying it all he want. They bought his ass out. Dude, they bought you out because it was working. Stand firm. We can't never stand firm. We start something. We get into something. We got our own shit. Then we sell to the people. Just like with Versus. Timberland and Swiss B had the Versus. They had their thing going. It was going good. Then they partner up and get bought out by a big company. And Versus turned commercial and all that kind of stuff. And next thing you know, months later, Timberland and Swiss B trying to sue the same people because they weren't getting the proper cut. But if you had to kept the shit yourself, you wouldn't even have all them problems. This the thing, man. It's two things people need to understand in our community. If you got something and the white people come try to buy you out, it probably means what you got is something that can make money. So if they give you 50 million for it, it's probably because they can make 500 million off of it. They see the true potential. But we don't want to get it to that level. So we'll take the fucking buyout. Then they take your shit and make real money. Trust me, if a motherfucker willing to give you that, it's only because they can get so much more. These people are savvy at business. You're not getting over on them. You're not getting a sweet deal. You're not getting a good deal in in a lot of cases. Not in the grand scheme of things. Yes, they can get it to where they want it to be in a year, in two, because they got more money. They're more established. But you could have got it from where it's at now to where they're going to get it maybe in eight years. Well, it took a little longer because you don't have the resources they have, but you could have got it. No, 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 no. Lincoln's is always selling the fuck out. 
They get bought out like a motherfucker. Hey, people, we're going to welcome Big Mike in the house, in the building. Big Mike, a.k.a. Nukem in the building. What's good? What's up, man? What's good? What's good? Chilling, chilling. I was just um going on a rant about Deion Sanders. Then I correlated it to I switched beat in the Timberland, um sold versus. Pretty much I was saying that every time we doing something good, two, one or two things happen. They buy us out to stop us, offer us a new job to stop us, or they buy our product and then re rebrand it and get way more money than we getting. But we could have got all the money if we had to just stay firm and patient. And yeah. uh, But I gave my opinion and I told him before I started, I was going to give my opinion. And it's kind of good that you weren't here. So we can ask you your, what you think about the Deion Sanders situation without having heard my rant. Therefore... I wouldn't have took no talking points from you or remotely influence the narrative. So tell the people, what do you think about, you know, Deion Sanders? Was he wrong? Was he right? Because I, I was telling them, oh, uh, okay. pretty much I heard I heard several things about Dion. I heard the word sellout thrown around on Instagram and Clubhouse. I heard uh, hypocrite thrown around. Wow. And I've heard coon thrown around. Jesus Christ. So what uh, do you think about it? Uh, okay, so first off, all those people that are calling him a coon on this app, they're fucking coons. Their mamas are coons. Their grandparents are coons. And this is why I say that. Dion, he changed that atmosphere. He changed the atmosphere at that school. Like, I, know, I get it. He's leaving really quick. I get it. But what he did for that school, you can't deny him that. He donated half of his salary to, like, help rebuild the school, you know, give them new jerseys, you know, do stuff around the school on top of that. Like, so, basically, he was making, like, somewhere from, like, 200000 a year, like $200,000. Not saying that he needed, because the the contract, I believe, was like $1 million a year. That was his contract. But I think when it boiled down to it, he was making like two hundred, three hundred thousand 300000 out from that. But the rest of it, he was donating to help the school. So, I mean, he changed the atmosphere. And how I see it is like, hey, y'all should be able to t- take the torch and run with it. That's it. And then now that he's at this Colorado school, Maybe he can start scheduling games against HBCU, and that can give them the light. And, you know, it'll shine. It'll give a focus on, on, on the HBCUs, you know? I think he helped them a lot. So I don't think he's a coon. I think he did what he had to do. Yeah, I, I even say, like, I – they call him a sellout. And I was like, I couldn't say that, but I understand why they would think that. They called him a hypocrite. I was like, I can kind of see that, but and I understand why they said that. But when they said coon, I was like, I really can't call Deion Sanders a coon for for that decision. That yeah, and I don't understand right. where that comes from. But I kind of see if you if you want to be super super fake woke, but uh, I definitely don't get coon out of that. The reason I said I got hypocrite was because when he first started, he said it was good. he came there because of a calling from God. Mm-hmm. And Dion liked to talk a lot. And he liked to he, he liked to give a lot of big boisterous things. He should have never said that because you don't change calling from God's for money. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. If God called you to come help the the um, HBCU shine better. And you already time millionaire, you stand firm on that caller. Or you should have never said that boisterous shit. And he, you're hundred percent right. He did help him a lot. But the thing is, like I was saying earlier, right before you came on, was that it was working. The fact that they offer you that job proves that it's working, man. They want to stop him. He was he was getting, he was making too much noise. He was getting them too much look, too many looks. It's, uh, the school's looking too good. HBCUs to get too much recognition. 
there ain't going to be nobody else in a position like him to do it no time fucking soon. And they probably not even going to let anyone get in that position to do it soon. So they gave him that job to slow him down, to silence him, to stop the movement. That's just my opinion. I think by him taking that job, they stopping his movement. Now he can get over there, but the thing is, he might not be able to run his mouth like he did over there. First of all, at the, at the white folks school. And then secondly, he might, cause he might have a shorter lease cause they are going to be paying him like five, six, seven million dollars. And, um, of course, you know, he still can bring some black players over. Hopefully, he can bring his son over. Who fucking knows? Like yeah, his, son, his, son, his son's going to play for him. He's there. Gonna, Let me make that. He named his son the starting quarterback. Now, the other son, I don't know if he's still playing because yeah, he, he, was, he, he was at the University of South Ooh, Carolina no. starting out, and then he transferred to Jackson State once he, he figured that his dad was going to coach, and he played there. So I don't know if he has maybe like a year of eligibility or his eligibility might be done. Uh, the one that plays defense, Shiloh. Don't forget to check us out live streaming every Thursday, 8 p.m. Central Time on YouTube. Opinion us and Avis Rose. And follow us on Instagram at OOSAB underscore podcast underscore for more updates on our content. Now back to the scheduled show. Yeah, but he's still going to be for the culture. But I just wish people like him and other black people understand that when you do this, that means you were getting to them. You, it was working. They bought your his silence. He sold his movement. He stopped doing what he was doing. Because the thing is, he been there three years. Yeah. No telling what he could have done for HBCUs in that school in particular in three more years. But we'll never know because he didn't finish his contract per se. He didn't even finish his four-year contract and got offered another job. And like I say, they was in, I feel they was intimidated by the noise he was making. And they couldn't stop him because one, one day didn't have the power of authority and it would have looked real racist to stop him. So instead of stopping him, they, if I can't, def- what they say, if it can't beat him, get him to join me. I know the stands, if I can't beat him, join him. But in this right. situation, if I can't beat him, get him to join me. Buy him yeah. out. Bring him over on our side. This guy making too much noise. We need to get the attention off the HBCUs and bring it and get it back over here. So we need to get that guy, that loud, popular Tension of grabbing black guy. We need to get him away from over there so eyes can come off those little nigglet kids and bring him over to here. And he fell for it. That's my problem with it. I ain't saying I'm right. That's just like this opinion of Average Bros podcast where we get what some Average Bros get their opinions on day to day things. Um, you know, when you listen when you listen to the podcast later, I don't know. If, I think you can leave comments on our podcast. I don't never check them, but I'll start. Wherever you listen to this, at be Amazon Music, Spotify, whatever. Leave a comment and tell us what you think, and I will go through them all and reply. Scout son. I'm pretty sure you can leave comments on podcasts or at least ratings. I don't know. If you agree, give no, a five rating. If you don't, give it a one star. <laughs> <laughs> and if you give me a one star, fuck you and your mama. <laughs> no. But yeah, so I don't know, man. But coons, no, never, never that. I mean, but the thing is, though, like even before, like he was still in talks of like leaving to join like other colleges. True. While he was at Texas State, you know, that is very uh, true. He like he, I, I, FSU was trying to get him, you know, because that's like his. He used to live in Florida, and uh, he and that's his alma mater, you know. Uh, so he like these colleges were trying to get him to join before he went to Jackson State, um, but 
Yeah, it sucks. Like, I actually liked what he was doing for – everybody liked what he was doing for Jackson State, you know. Like, he changed their program around, you know. I mean, there's no telling, like, if he would have stayed for, like, another – like, let's – excuse me. Let's just say if he would have stayed for, like, another eight years. Like, they probably could have been playing some – Sack 12 teams or whatever, yeah. Yeah, some some power five schools, you know. But honestly, I feel like he did what he did. Uh, you know, he did what he did for Jackson. He did he did a lot for Mississippi. Like, I mean, and so at this point, like, I mean, if he if he feels like if it's time for him to leave, he he can leave. You know, I mean, yeah, he might have said like, yeah, it was calling to him. Yeah, he called, he helped, and you know, like he. Now the program looks like how it does. Now the, the coaches that are going to – like the hell coach that's going to replace him, what he needs to do is take the torch and run with it. That's all he has to do. Maybe they need to get Jerry Rice over there. They can do that, yeah. Jerry Rice to take the gig. He got the same kind of energy. They kind of like the same nigga. Yeah. <laughs> Loud, <laughs> old school, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Definitely. I mean, yeah. So it's like, uh, like, like, to- that, like, like, it, like, for example, if Jerry. If someone, I'm not saying if he will, but if, like, let's just say if someone like Jerry Rice takes the torch and runs with it, I think it'll still be a good thing. He'll still get the top recruits, you know. Yeah, they need to get somebody with some fame and a voice that can keep the momentum going. Because if they don't, that's just gonna die down like a motherfucker. That's just gonna die down like a motherfucker, man. The whole he took that deal, the whole mission might have got derailed. If he we we cause he take cause he taking that job. That's my only concern, man. Because he, this from his own words. He had an agenda. And he didn't reach it. He made big steps. But he didn't complete it. You know, you gotta complete your mission, man. But that money got dangled too good. <laughs> you know, and that's how they get us, though. We always get bought out, man. Always. We get bought out. They tell you, offer sweet deal, set partnership. Every time we start something, man, we got something going. We get co-opted, man. That's a that's a that's a strategy used, man. Like you get a business is cracking. Well, we 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 um that's all Shark Tank about, man. Co-opting people's shit. <laughs> hey, we'll give five hundred thousand for thirty percent of your business. <laughs> right. We shit ass deals, man. But cats really need that five hundred thousand, man. So they get co-opted by another motherfucker. Oh. <laughs> nah, maybe they was going hard on Dion on this motherfucker, man. Nah, they went hard they on him yesterday. So, sell out in cool. What's the word thrown around? <laughs> I just don't get it. Yeah, I mean, yeah, he didn't stay long, but I mean, shit. I I think it's the people that went to the HBCUs. That were the maddest, cause you know, I don't know if you know, but them HBCU people take that shit real serious. You know what I'm saying? They love them little schools, you know. Yeah, I think uh, that's the best time of their life or something. The best. They, that's when they peaked. They peaked at the HBCU. Yeah. <laughs> they think back great fondness. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And then, from what I understand, like Mississippi, I guess. They don't really have like a football team or anything like that. They don't. So I mean, JSU is like probably like a a big HBCU. No, they sure ain't got no NFL team at all. So that college is all they got in general. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. You niggas gotta be Saints fans or Falcon fans or something. I don't know what they. <laughs> 
<laughs> I don't know who they support, to be honest, down in the sip. Well, a lot of them be Saints fans, though. Yeah, Saints fans and Falcon fans. Yeah, I mean he, I mean yeah, it sucks that he left. It does, but I mean, it is what it is. Yeah, it is what it is, man. Well, you know, it can't be undone now. I mean, he is, he's young, man. but but one thing I do give him credit because he was there, like, hey, do you ever gonna? You think you ever gonna uh, coach the NFL? He was like, nope. He'd rather coach the. Uh, kids, you know, because, you know, the NFL, they got money, you know, so they're, they're, they're more, uh, they're more prone to just like do whatever they want to do, you know, and when he coaches like students, you know, they'll listen, you know, they'll, they'll listen and abide to the rules that are given. We'll see the outcome. We'll see how it works out for him, you know, see how things go. Um, see what kind of moves he make. See if he, you know, come there and attempt to still support the culture while changing their culture. And maybe he can black the fire the place up a little bit. Who knows, you know? Yeah. Bring him on an assistant coach. Get a couple other brothers some high paying jobs, you know. Start him a black quarterback. It's not his son, but you know, they might got some black talent around there that been getting ignored. You know what I'm saying? Of course, you gotta be real careful about it, cause he, you know, the person gonna definitely have to produce and be good, cause you don't want to get cited by the, the parents and families of these other kids by, you know, coming in and taking Chad out just to throw the black guy in because you know what I mean? Yeah. And, and, and discrimination. You, know, you got some players probably sweating right now. Man, they're going to be Dion here and, and all the black guys going to take our positions. <laughs> no, I think for the most part, they're excited, you know. Oh, trust believe, me. believe it or not, there was like, uh, they have some uh, white players that actually play that JSU just because of him. That's true, but trust me, you don't. If you don't think it's some nervous, some nervous, average athletic niggas at Colorado, man. <laughs> so, 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 some nervous ass mid motherfuckers. Oh yeah, that was holding a position because of where they was at, but they they ain't really the most athletic motherfucker. Hey, to to each and every man. Yeah, yeah. To the best, to the best man, to the to the best man that can win. You made it this far to college football. If you're not, pre- if you if you're in college football, if you make, if you have a scholarship and you're like you you're not playing up to par, while you have all the 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 weight rooms and tools to help you be a better athlete. You know, a lot of niggas be dead though. It's kind of like Elderman. He was yeah. always good, but he wasn't really athletic. You know what I'm saying? Nah, yeah, yeah. But he worked hard. Yeah, it be them kind of cats. They concerned that you know. Somebody like Dion might come in and go off, you know, speed and athleticism. You know, the shit they lacking. <laughs> oh, yeah. No, but but you, but you know what? He he, he would have liked someone like uh, Julian Edelman because he worked hard, you know. Oh, yeah. He would have liked to work at it. But at the same time, the nigga wasn't flashy enough. And, and Dion like flashy. Yeah. Dion like a show now. Gotta, gotta, gotta have some stank on him. <laughs> Any nigga that make a trash ass song like Must Be the Money? Come on. <laughs> they kept playing those videos. <laughs> you know that song? Must be the money. Oh, yeah. They saying like, why did Dion go to Colorado? Must be the money. <laughs> oh, shit. I, I, I think I seen a lot of memes. I was just like, what the fuck? I bet that song got um so many new, new YouTube um. New YouTube streams just this week. Because a lot of people never even heard that shit. No. I remember because, you know, I'm an older gentleman. But do you remember Must Be The Money? Uh, yeah, I remember it. 
I thought it was shitty back then. Must be the mama. <laughs> I honestly thought it was shitty back then. I never thought. <laughs> Talking like a pimp and shit. Yeah, it's the money, bitches. <laughs> yeah. I don't know who told him to do that, but it wasn't the decision to make that song. <laughs> oh shit! Must be the money was trash, yo. <laughs> it makes sense now. That boy went to Colorado, and it must be the money. Must be the money. But yeah, um, I just wish he didn't. I uh, wish he had a holdout, stood firm, because you he was he was making noise. But every time we make noise, they find some kind of way to silence us. They either shut us down or buy us out. But it's still silencing the movement. Either way it go. A lot of people might not see it that way because he's getting the bag, etc. But he's effectively, his movement is over. His part in it, which was the biggest part, once he start go to that other team, it's over. And I honestly think he had them nervous. He had them intimidated because that's how Dion fucking rocks. And again, when you can't beat them, buy them. You know, I mean, people buy competition. I remember um, it was a this this is kind of off topic, but you know I'm a big comic book fan. It was a comic book company called Malibu Comics. Um, it was really big. They was growing up. They had really good characters. They had a couple of shows. Characters had video games. Um, their books were selling well. They were popular. They were giving Marvel competition, but they were a smaller company. Marvel bought their ass out, did a few series of stories with the characters, shelved all that shit, nigga. <laughs> Malibu comes, Google it. They got characters like Prime, Prototype. Um, Hold on, Pro, you, said, you said prototype because I played a game called Prototype on Xbox back in the day. At, now that's a fine game. That game was actually pretty cool, but not that prototype. No, <laughs> okay. This prototype was like Malibu's kind of version of Iron Man. Yeah, like. But yeah, they was intimidated by the. They had cause see they had original, well drawn. Good backstory, vibrant characters. Everybody was feeling. And like I said, they had a, a cartoon called Ultraverse. They had video games, and it was growing. And the thing is, Malibu Comics might never got to DC and Marvel level, but if they had a stood firm and just held their own, they could have been one of the big three right now, probably making movies and shows with their characters. But Marvel offered them that big ass payday and they sold all the rights to their shit and then Marvel did a little stuff with it and like I said, Graveyard. Yeah, get a chance to check it out. Like I said, Malibu, like Malibu fucking, what is it? Malibu in California or some shit? Yeah. I don't know. Wherever Malibu at, but it's spelled just like that. And uh, Malibu Cummins. Bought out by Marvel. Uh, DC did the same thing to a couple of companies. One of them was Milestone Comics, which was the people that made Static. Milestone was a black-owned, black-started comic book company. Small brothers. They had Static. They had Icon. They had... um, 
can't remember this other team in this book, but they had like several popular hardware. Hardware was that version of Iron Man per se. He had like Iron Man shit. His name was Hardware. Hardware, Static, Icon. Uh, this other team I can't remember, but there was like that version of um, uh, it's pretty much team kind of stuff like the X Men teams. Anyway, the popular, successful, thriving. DC bought them out. Took certain characters like Static and did stuff with them here and there. Pull them out every now and then, but for the most part, shelved all that shit. And my point to all that comic book related shit is that this is just a tactic that is used frequently when you're doing something right and the competition sees that and start getting anxiety. And that's what I feel in my humble opinion what happened in this case with Dion. Too much noise, too much attention, too loud, too boisterous, getting getting recognition, getting eyes on the situation that HBCUs can and do have talent. They can and do win games. And they saw that. He was making the world see that. And they came and bought this nigga out. Therefore, stopping the movement right where it starts. But again, that's not saying he can't go over there and could try to do a little stuff, but it'll never be like it was where he at. Because mm-hmm. it ain't even the same type of system. It ain't the same environment. It's not even HBCU, so it, it ain't the same shit. All he could do is pull in some black players and get some black coaching staff. But, you know, hell, since Pittsburgh do do that, when the black guy didn't get the job in Miami, he gave him a job there. Right. You know, so, like, which, which was dope, by the way, on the ad. So that's a real fucking, real nigga shit, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> real nigga shit. But anyway, you got anything to say about Dion? Before we move on to some other stuff for the next little bit, before we wrap it up. No, I mean, I pretty much said what I said. I mean, I mean, yeah. that's, I mean, he, he already, he's, he's, he's at Colorado. Hey, it's a wrap. Hey. It's, his yeah. son's the son. He named his son the starting quarterback already. Uh, oh, and, and, and then I think his daughter's going to transfer there too, because she was at Jackson State. Uh, she uh she was playing for the women's basketball team, but mm-hmm. uh, that's the end of it, yeah. You know what I'm saying? See, he out of it's a it's stick a fork in it. Yep, stick a fork in the GI. He's done. I bet the QB that was there mad in a bitch. Well, it depends. I mean, uh, I man, he probably been trying to get that position since he was a freshman, and then Deion Sanders come on and bring his son to take the nigga position, and he can't say shit. He the head coach. <laughs> his son t- ain't got to prove himself, even though he good. We know he can play. That's nepotism at its finest. And let me tell you, I'm all for it. I'm a firm supporter of nepotism. If I was a director. My niggas and my family and any nigga I fuck with will be in all my movies. I don't care if he's just a cameo. Your big ass being there at the bar like, you want a shot? Get <laughs> <laughs> that nigga a check. You know what I mean? <laughs> shit. God damn, I don't give a fuck if, you know, you want to run over that shit. You know, put the money in the bag. <laughs> oh, yeah. I said, put the motherfucking money in the bag. I'm a firm believer in nepotism. So I'm all for it, man. Well, I, I can I, I can see why that quarterback, whoever that position was supposed to be for before this, could be a little salty in a way. Oh yeah. He, somebody was expecting that position. You know what I mean? And that nigga disappointed. <laughs> they 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 were just they were they were expecting it, but hey. Hey. It is what it is. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 
in that person's defense. So I give them, I un, I completely understand their frustration and, and you know I sympathize with the situation. It's fucked up, unfortunate. You might have been at that university, like I said, from the beginning. And you get a new coach, and he bring his son in from another place and just bump your ass to the second string. <laughs> and, and, and guess what? That's where you're going to stay, too, to Deion's son. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Deion's son going to start, nigga. That's, that's not negotiable. Oh, yeah. He's starting for sure. The kid is good. And he's, he's good, but he's starting. It's not negotiable. So whatever nigga thought he was going to start there, it, he might as well transfer. Oh, yeah, I'm pretty sure he answered the transfer portal. Oh, he already put that shit in. Google that shit. How to transfer. <laughs> <laughs> I know what sucked was uh, the one kid. He got the number one recruit from the class of 2022 last year, Travis Hunter. And uh, I think he entered in the, the transfer portal after he heard uh, Dion signing with Colorado. Mm. But if I was Dion, I would have took him with me to Colorado too. But that's just me. You pause. Oh, damn. You know. Oh shit! Kirsty Alley just passed away. Who has that? Uh, she's an actor. She uh, you remember the movies? Look who's talking. My baby. Yeah, but she she was the mom. Sound familiar. Yeah, Kirstie Alley. Uh, damn. Oh, shit. I remember her. Well, she had cancer. It was old. She was 71. But she still yeah. wasn't old enough. To, she still could have got a good another 10 out easy. That sucks. Uh, yeah, I remember her. She was like. Back in the day, she was like in all the movies, man. She was like the pretty, she was like the pretty chick in the movies back in the day. Yeah, she was. Back in the eighties and nineties and stuff. Yeah. Yeah. I remember in Luke who's talking the first one. She got she she got pregnant by her boss. <laughs> <laughs> and then the, I think the second, then I think uh, John Travolta came in and you know. That's why you got no picture. But yeah. That was a good movie. That movie was a classic. I liked it. <laughs> I mean, that's it. Yeah, that's, that's unfortunate, man. But, you know, that's one reason you could tell how, you know, um, you know you're getting older. When people used to watch growing up are either dying or being like, or getting old like 55 and 56, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Kind of like Will Smith is 50-something, three, and, and Denzel is down there 70, you know? Jamie, yeah, Jamie Foxx. Jamie Foxx, 50-something, easy, <laughs> you know? Yeah. Even yeah, more. 54. Being 50, bro. You know what I'm saying? You remember the young skinny nigga on motherfucking with brother? We have you. Marlon. Give me a high five. That show fucking classically hilarious, by the way, man. Oh, what? What? Six. R.I.P. the Pops. That, that nigga was hilarious, too. Why ain't the Wayans Brothers show on nothing? When you think about it. It's on, it's on BT Plus, and I believe <laughs> it's on <laughs> HBO. It's on HBO Max? I think it is. I'm going to go check that shit out. But if not, it's on uh, BT Plus for sure. But yeah, it. It, like that shows were th that was a classic. Like yeah, I remember those days growing up in the in the late nineties. You know, watching Jamie Fox, yeah, Martin Wayne's Bros, the TJF Fridays. You know, hey, Mel pops um, when his group came out talking about when my love goes. Baby. Bang, Goes bang, bang, bang. You better run. You see me? <laughs> he has the background singles. With my love. <laughs> yeah. My love. Goes bang, bang. You better run. You see me? 
Oh my god. When my love goes bang bang bang. <laughs> yeah, you know you had to hit the hip thrust with it. Bang, bang. Oh yeah. Better run. <laughs> we, like, that song sound real rapey, don't it? With my oh, love yeah. goes bang bang bang. You better run, bitch. <laughs> Hell yeah. Now you can't. I don't think you could. You could sing songs like that now, or you know. Uh, uh, no. Cancel we culture. Might, we might do one about that one day. Just talking about all these these creepy songs from back in the day, because there yeah. was that were real either like rapey or real pedophile, man. And L- they L- LSG. My body all over your body. <laughs> that's that's low hanging fruit. It's, 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 we already know his songs. Age ain't nothing but a number. And oh yeah, you maybe. Who no? Who that was? Keith Sweat. Well, who was that? That's Keith Sweat. You may be young, but you're ready. That was Keith Sweat right there. Oh yeah, ready to learn. You're not a little girl. You a <laughs> man. That sounded like grooming like a motherfucker. <laughs> Say what? <laughs> he straight up told her, you're not a little girl. You's a woman. No, nigga, she's not. Just because you said so. You can't right. manage it. <laughs> <laughs> What's wrong with you, Keith? Stop sweating that hoe. No, <laughs> 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 uh-uh. Rick James had one. She was 17. 17. Let's freak out. Let's freak out. Let's freak out. Now that's so direct, nigga. Oh, yeah. I remember, I remember you used to talk about that, uh, too, you know. That's uh, all. Yeah. It's, it's hilarious, little song, she man. She was 17. 17. But she was freak out. <laughs> And Rick meant that shit. <laughs> yeah. And it's, but it's like all kinds of artists, man. All, all races that got songs that were hits. Hits, hits. I'm going a, I'm to a, I'm a gather up all the list of the name of them so we can critique them motherfuckers one day. Because yeah, them shit hits. From the 60s on up, probably, man, where the lyrics were, weren't even... <laughs> No kind of wordplay, nigga. Nah. It was straight up like, come in, little girl over here and sit like shit. You know? <laughs> like, they, it wasn't no fucking wordplay. No, um, what's, no, no, what's this? Double, um, what's the things called? Double entendres or some shit? Double something shit. I don't know. Or no, 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 um, where you say one thing but you mean a different thing, or you say one thing but it can mean two things. Uh, kind of like you walk up to a girl to be like, "Hey, you want to have sex on the beach? Want want to have a sex on the beach?" But you can mean a drink, or you can mean fucking. Yeah, like a double entendre or some shit. Um, but it wasn't none of that in them kind of songs, nigga. Them songs was very direct. It wasn't no like it can't mean this, but it can't mean this. No, nigga, it can only mean one thing. These niggas want a young pussy and they were singing about it. <laughs> oh yeah, cause she was freaking. <laughs> she was freaking. <laughs> oh goddamn, Rick. Yeah, that other song I was listening to the other day, because I'm just, I ain't gonna lie, I'm just a Rick James fan. I know I like oh, a yeah. Shady Pass. You see R. Kelly, Rick James, Michael Jackson. Prince was a freak, but he didn't do nothing criminal. But I like some artists with Shady Pass. It is what it is, man. Them niggas can jam. Um, oh, yeah. But he had this other song that was very grapey called uh, Give It To Me, Baby. Oh, yeah. Give It To Me, Baby. <laughs> Give it to me, baby. I can't. What he say? I came home last night. You didn't want to make love to me. You didn't. But but I want to love you. I just want to love you. I want. 
So pretty much, Rick came home. It's a whole video. It's hilarious. And the chick in that video, I know she's somebody's grandma now. But if you go watch that Give It To Me Baby Rick James video, the chick is so fucking gorgeous. That naturally, go she looked good in today's time, pretty and fine. But he get clearly all natural. Rick had a white suit on, all pimping shit. But yeah, he came home, jumped from the club. She was mad at him. He wanted to smash. She was dissing on him because she was mad because he came home, jumped from the club. And he pretty much harassed and crawled and pulled and tugged on her in the whole apartment for the first half of the song. Talking about, give it to me. <laughs> so he finally broke her down, you know? <laughs> and pretty much what happened. He wore down. God damn, Rick, you wore down? Give it to me, baby. <laughs> oh goddamn Rick James. May he rest in peace. Yeah. He'll still forever be connected to Dave Chappelle. Oh, Rick James, bitch. <laughs> uh, yeah. You know, young people might think Dave Chappelle, Rick James, nigga. Oh yeah. You hold up a picture of some pictures like which one of these men is Rick James? Motherfucker appointed at Dave Chappelle in that wig. <laughs> <laughs> No, nigga. Yeah, right there. See, he'd be like, I'm Rick James, bitch. <laughs> no, Just nigga. like uh, some of these, uh, kind of like these these kids think like uh, they didn't know Christina Ritchie was the original. She played the original Wednesday. No, they didn't know that shit. No, they didn't know that shit. And I was like, nah, nah. I mean, us older kids, we knew. <laughs> People say that show was good. I ain't watch it. Wednesday. Yeah. Uh, so, yeah, they say it's good. I'm, I kind of want to watch it, see how it is. I'm not sure. Because uh, I like a good mystery, and I saw that it was a mystery. Yeah. I'm not the biggest Adam's Family fan, but I can tolerate it. I always thought the Adam's Family was a weird concept and show, even back in the day. In in the same with the monsters, it's always weird. Oh yeah, the monsters. I used to watch that actually. I used to watch it too. I used to watch it more than the Adams Family. Yeah, I, yeah, I watched the monsters more than the Adams Family too. Speaking of bad movies, and I thought about this when we were talking about the Adams Family, and I remember the guy that played in the original Adams Family, also Street Fighter, and he played M Bison. Yeah. I watched the other street, old Street Fighter. Tried to watch the John Claude Van Damme Street Fighter movie the other day, and good lord, that shit was horrible. <laughs> good lord, that was horrible, man. Uh, uh, most of, I, I'll, I'll take that back. I was gonna say uh, all video fighting video game adaptations. That was the worst, but in reality, that would go to Double Dragon. Double Dragon. Double Dragon is on Tubi, by the way, if you want to check it out. It's they you remember the Double Dragon game, right? I think I remember that. Yeah. Billy, Billy, one hat on red, one hat on blue. Yeah. He, he beat niggas up. Yeah. It's one it's, it's it was it was a side strolling walk down the street, beat him up game for the early Nintendo days, and it was in the arcade too, Double Dragon. They made about three or four of them. Anyway, the it's horrendous. It's Mario Brothers with John Legazamo bad. Name <laughs> yes, um, because you got, but that's the worst. Then you got a tie between Street Fighter and um, Deal Dead or Alive. I don't know if you've seen the Dead or Alive movie, but that shit's bad. No, I haven't seen it. Yeah, they got a live action Tekken movie. The first one wasn't actually that bad. The second one I, I came into. I, did, I didn't even know uh, they made a movie. Tekken? They got two live action Tekkens. And some really good cartoon ones, too. Matter of fact, they got a good CGI Tekken card show on, on Netflix right now. Uh, but the live action Tekken movie was okay. The second one was okay. Uh, definitely both better than that Street Fighter shit. 
Mortal Kombat number one still to be my favorite fighting game adaptation of ever. Yeah, I thought the new one was pretty dope though. It was boring as fuck. <laughs> the, it was good at the beginning with the Sub Zero shit, but that new character was whack. Cold, whatever the fuck. Oh, yeah. And when you think about it, a lot didn't happen in that movie. They had like three locations his house, the gym, and the little dirt pit they were fighting in. <laughs> that little. <laughs> I couldn't. Uh... They tried, man. I couldn't get into it. Well, he was he was related to Scorpion, right? Wasn't he? You know what? I don't remember what the fuck they was trying to do. To be honest, I just because I remember Scorpion when he came back and helped him. He was like, "Take care of my lineage," and then he disappeared. I think he was. Yeah, I think he was. Man, like a great, 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 great grandson or something. Some shit like that. Yeah, they tried. They said it's gonna make a sequel to it. Um, maybe that can flesh things out a little bit. But uh, I'm gonna try to go back and watch it one day though, cause I am a fan of uh, martial arts movies, martial arts films. Mm-hmm. It wasn't that bad. I think the fight scene at the beginning was drawn out too long. So zero and fall forever, didn't they? Yeah, they did. The first 20 minutes of the movie was good, but shit. That's probably why the movie felt so rushed, because they spent 20 minutes in that shit. Yeah. And, um, then everybody else started fighting. They started getting taken out quickly in a bitch. Super quick. Yeah. But the, 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 the special effects, the few that it was, wasn't bad. Uh, Goro going out like a bitch was was lame. I guess that was supposed to be Goro. <laughs> I think it was right. They attacked him out of barn. Was that Goro? Yeah, yeah. I think so. Goro. Goro's the forearm guy, right? Yeah. 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 I might watch it again and go back. Hey, what about the Batman? Oh, the uh, the original one? No, nigga with the Twilight nigga. The Batman. Oh, the Iron Vengeance. Oh, it was pretty good. That shit was good. I like that shit. <laughs> it was pretty good. Uh, I like that nigga. That Batman, I ain't want to fight that nigga. Mm-mm. That nigga walk all slow and shit. <laughs> yeah, he walked slow, but he was... That was a creepy ass Batman. I think that was the most Batman that had me like... I don't want that nigga to swoop down on me because he really beat the fuck out of people. <laughs> oh, yeah. That was an angry-ass Batman, nigga. Like, oh, shit, I don't want none of that justice. <laughs> I don't want none of that justice. And nigga be like, oh, you, you want a jaywalk? Swack, 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 swack. <laughs> Damn, Batman, shut the fuck up. Wah, wah, wah. Get off of Batman. I said shut the fuck up. Wah, wah. Batman beat the fuck out of you for jaywalking. <laughs> Hell, yeah. He dead, Batman. Bitch, I said, shut the fuck up. Shut up the fuck up. Mind your motherfucking business. <laughs> Angry ass Batman, nigga. Shit. That nigga was knocking niggas teeth in, man. All the punching the niggas. Destroying. You walk up all slow, you hit on footsteps, nigga. As soon as I hear that shit, nigga, I'm running, nigga. <laughs> y'all can stay, let this slow walking ass nigga walk up in here and bust all y'all niggas' heads in. I'm gonna. Sure. I ain't finna let it take two minutes to walk in the room to come beat my ass. You know? no. See y'all niggas at the infirmary, nigga. <laughs> Cause that's what you get. Cause you gonna beat the fuck out of you. <laughs> See y'all niggas in the ICU. Come out. Low walking, <laughs> Low walking ass nigga whooping my ass. Mm. All right. Not today, Satan. Not today. Not at all, man. Not at all. 
All right, everybody. Thanks for uh, tuning in with our audio podcast. Uh, if you want, you can uh, check out our Instagram. It's at OOSAB underscore podcast underscore. Also on YouTube, we go live every Thursday at 8 p.m. Uh, you can watch that content as well. And uh, yeah, that's it. Thanks for tuning in, guys. Catch you later.